Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the FridayNightOhio.com podcast powered by Goodwill. And we are on the Goodwill drive to victory. One game on the docket tonight that everybody was talking about, the Division II state title game between Maslin and Hoban. Hoban holds on for a 42-28 to win over the Tigers. But the game was a lot closer than that at times right now. We're going to bring in Chris Easterling from the Maslin Independent, who was over at Tom Benson Hall of Fame Stadium tonight covering the game, and we're going to get his thoughts on things. Well, Chris, it was a game that uh, looked like it might be over there in the first half. Uh, Maslin kind of got off to a slow start. What happened there? You know, you know, Hoban, the first half, Maslin had a really good first drive got inside the, the Hoban 30 and, and they just sort of stalled, weren't able to, you know, convert a fourth down and, and, and get points on the board. And, you know, Hoban sort of took advantage of that, you know, four straight possessions where they they scored touchdowns to go up 27 nothing. Um, Mass was struggling to get anything really of substance going on offense. There in the first half, they they get one drive there late in the, in the first half to cut it to twenty seven seven. But then Hoban comes down and they take a lead. You know they get it back up to thirty four seven. So you, you're looking at you're going uh, this this is looking very bad for Masson. But then you know they come out in the second half, recover the uh, recover a pooch kick to start the start the second half, go down score. And then they get a defensive stop, and I think it was after that defensive stop that you can really see life coming into them because they take that and go down, cut it down to to thirty four twenty one, and at that point you really almost felt like this Maslin. You started to really see the Maslin team. I, I think we had come to see all season. Uh, you know, they they get it as close as thirty four twenty eight, but you give them credit; they made a, a big big punt play. Uh, picked up a, a first down uh, at near midfield that that really kind of got the momentum back on their side, and, and they they carried it to the finish line. I was going to say the fake punt seemed to be the key play there down the stretch. It went from a situation where it looked like Maslin might get the ball back with a chance to possibly take the lead, and then you have uh, Hoban run. Kind of a unique fake punt there to get the first down and end up cashing in the touchdown and change the complexion of the game. Yeah, um, you know, and the funny thing is, Tim Terrell, the the Hoban coach, you know, said after the game, uh, Marcus Sahir, who who ran the ball for Hoban, pick up the five yards on the on that fake punt, was actually the third string personal protector for the punter. They had a couple of injuries; they had to move some guys around. And the, the the guy who was supposed to run it, that Blanchard, Blanchard, was actually the long snapper who snapped it to Sahir, who picked up the first down. So, 
Um, and, and, you know, it was it was certainly a huge play. Nate Moore admitted after the game that, you know, he probably, in hindsight, should have left his defense in because, you know, you, you know when you're in that, that, that kind of gray area where, you know, it's, it's within reason to think that, that Hogan might have, have tried to fake punt there, and, and they certainly did, and, and, and credit to them. And they made the play, and, and, and it helped them win the ball game. Kind of a gutsy performance by Maslin. A lot of teams being in that situation down in the first half uh, may have not come out and had that type of performance down the stretch. Yeah, I mean, this, this Maslin team, you know, they there weren't too many times this season where they were they were down, uh, you know, in, in games. But but when they were last week against Benton Woods against East St. Louis, uh, even uh, there was a card there against McKinley, uh, you know, they, they fought back and, and, and they, they, they battled. And, 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 you know, that's that's a you know testament to this team and the desire and the heart. And, you know, they really, really believed they could beat Hoban. And, and quite frankly, I, you know, I, I walked away thinking that, that Maslin wasn't that far off from Hoban. But against Hoban, you just have to be on your game from opening kickoff to final whistle. And Maslin just made enough mistakes to to put them in the kind of hole that you just it's just tough. It's impossible to to excavate yourself out of when you're playing Hoban. Yeah, they had some bad breaks early, too. It looked like Maslin had an interception, but it was ruled yeah. simultaneous possession. Hoban kept the ball and ended up getting a touchdown early on route to building that that big halftime lead. Yeah, you know, that, there is no question about that, Cliff. Uh, uh, that was a huge call because you know, the, the next play, Hoban goes and puts it in the end zone. And they, you know, it, it looked on the replays uh, that – that Tyree Broyles had come up with the ball cleanly. I mean, it wasn't even a matter of a dual possession. It was a it was a clear interception. But the officials uh, the officials made the call they made, and and you know that that was a huge momentum change. And not the result the Tigers were looking for, but a lot to be proud of for Maslin this season. Chris, what's kind of the the legacy this team leaves behind here? I think it's raising the bar. I, I think they have restored Maslin to it. I, I think this in your class the last two years has really restored Maslin to that place where they can believe that it's one of the top two or three programs in Division Two statewide. I, I think you know the expectation now is to be make these type of runs, make deep playoff runs. I know that's always sort of a, you know the expectation of the fans there, but I, I think it's a realistic expectation. The, the program is in, in great shape, not just at the you know the varsity level. With the, I mean, they've got a lot coming back actually, but also at the, the lower levels. The JV were undefeated. The freshmen had a very good record. So you know the future. You know the future. Even losing a number of great players is is very bright for the Tigers. All right, Chris, we really appreciate you coming on with us as you have all season to talk Tiger football. I'm sure we'll be catching up with you down the road here. All right, I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. 
All right, that was Chris Easterling from the Maslin Independent, and he was talking Maslin football with us again, the final of the Division II state title game, Hoban 42, Maslin 28. This has been the Goodwill Drive to Victory, and that is going to do it for the FridayNightOhio.com podcast for tonight. Be sure to visit FridayNightOhio.com throughout the offseason, and we are always have news there everything you could ever want it's been a great year and football never ends in stark county folks this is cliff hickman from the canton repository it's been a pleasure guys catch you soon